and then uh, companies here that are stepping up to produce right here in New York City, Boyce Technologies, Bednark Studios, Makerspace, and Adafruit, all local companies that have agreed to help us by producing tens of thousands of face shields right here in New York City. All of this is going to make a difference. Every single one of these efforts matters, and this is how we save lives to make sure these supplies are always available to our brave and heroic healthcare workers. So thank you to all these companies for stepping up. Live from New York, it's Ask an Engineer. We're still live. We're still from New York. We're just shifted in space a little bit. Yeah, so this is Ask an Engineer. Normally we do it from our factory location, which uh, we've been doing for, I don't know, probably five or six years now. Before that, we did that from our apartment. Now we're back to doing Ask an Engineer from our apartment. So um, lots of things change, and then some things stay the same. So, it still has. It's yeah. still me, Lady Ada, and with me is Mr. Lady. That's right. Might and, not recognize him, but and, that's And uh, the videos that you just saw, this is uh, us. We've, uh, so we're doing staggered shifts at the Adafruit factory. Lady Ada and I, uh, we're the only two people in our household, so we're always together. Close. Um, so we can work together at the factory. Uh, Adafruit currently is doing uh, essential manufacturing. We were deemed an essential business in New York City because we do manufacturing for lots of components that are used in things, and I'll talk about that in a minute. And we're also doing uh, face shields uh, with the city of New York so folks can get these via New York City government specifically into the hospitals that need it. So uh, this is, you know, day four or five for some people in New York. Um, it depends on where you are out in the world. Yeah, shelter but, in place. But we are in, in COVID times. So uh, one thing we just did was show and tell. We were able to do that for an hour, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. And uh, just to give everyone an idea, we may or may not be able to do Ask an Engineer every week. Uh, show and tell, someone will be able to do it. And our team is ready to help out with that. But for Ask an Engineer, if we're, if we're doing uh, work that we have to do, um, maybe we'll just do a different time. But so far, so good. We've managed to be here tonight. We're happy to be here with you. Um, a little bit of a reminder, so all of us who are, uh, I'm sorry, we're not, we're going into the office uh, because we have to. But um, for the folks that are um, you're, you're, you're being asked to stay home, please do that. That's the whole point of this entire exercise. So this is from the New York State, like, stay home. The, stay home. Even if, if, even if you're okay, we're doing this to protect other people. So please do what the professionals and the experts are saying. A um, little bit of a note, I want to just kick it off at the top of the show. Uh, we are doing essential manufacturing. So if you fall into that category, as in someone who's really doing stuff with a uh, hospital or you're really doing stuff for medical devices um, we the testing are, the testing yeah. um, a lot of our sensors that we use and a lot of the things that people do for prototypes this photo has been running around this is the MIT project so this uses some of our stuff and um, and anything that's Arduino compatible compatible essentially and this is just to get them going these are prototypes these aren't the things uh, everyone keeps saying ventilators ventil ventilators ventilators but that's not what we're making we're making the components for the people that need to do projects and testing and things that are critical. Um, but just to be clear, we're not making this. We're also not making N95 masks. There's, no. Uh, we're also not in Brooklyn. <laughs> but we are doing what we can. Yeah. Little but, pieces. We're, but, we are part of the But we are in Manhattan, yeah. yeah. And so um, we've been working really closely with the city. We have a lot of things 
that we've been learning about what this means for a workforce, what this means for a city, what this means for a society. So we have some product ideas. We have some uh, really neat R&D that we're doing, and we'll talk about that later. But we will be able to crank out the machines uh, again uh, for essential manufacturing. So uh, you probably will not see um, new products from us for a little bit, but you'll see uh, things at DigiKey. So one thing I wanted to mention is that if you can't get stuff in stock on Adafruit site, go to DigiKey, make an account. Make an account now anyways, but... And then just search for Adafruit, yeah. and then the four-digit or three-digit part number. I think you could do digikey.com slash Adafruit. Yeah, but yeah. If, you're, if you're like, oh, I need like a Feather, or you know, I need a, a, a 3333, a Circuit Playground Express, you can go to digikey.com and type in Adafruit, and then space 3333, and it should pop you up the Circuit Playground Express. So they ship uh, till like 8 p.m., uh, every night, um, they're doing a lot of shipping, and so almost everything that we stock is available at DigiKey.com. Yeah. So they're they're being our partner in this time. Yeah, and so special thanks uh, to DigiKey for doing that. Um, so, um, folks have been asking us, um, okay, so you're doing manufacturing. This is important. You're doing facials. It's important. How can we support you? Because you're you don't have the things in stock. Buy a gift certificate. Buy an Adafruit gift certificate if you want, because you can always use it later. Doesn't expire. Yeah. Good forever. Um, another thing uh, that we want to make sure it's clear. So this is just some of the people that were uh, at a random Friday not too long ago. But Adafruit is paying all team members. Adafruit is paying all contractors. Uh, no one has been laid off. Uh, we are trying to keep everything together as long as possible. Uh, we're watching what's happening with the government with the stimulus bill very closely. But the most important thing we can all do is be good to each other right now and, and please don't go out. Because <laughs> the sooner we get through this is the sooner we can all get back I to business. I want to get back to electronic. I want yeah. to miss it so much. Yeah. But uh, I can't do that unless we all stay in and, and get through this, get through this peak and then... Yeah. And New York is, we're in the we're at the beginning of the wave. So um, that's why I said also we might not be able to do some of the shows. So uh, we're also... I haven't left the house in four days. <laughs> no, we were... Well, we, we were briefly outside to deliver some stuff. We had to do some, some stuff. Uh, so, uh, no, we were, this is one big long day. We were at the factory last night this time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I know, I know. I did a blog post and I'm like, wow, that was such a long time ago. It was yesterday. Yeah. I had photos of us. Um, we were there doing the um, Facebook. Anyways, yeah. Uh, time is weird now. I know, isn't it weird? Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, on tonight's show, Lydia okay. is going to talk about people that were on the show and tell. Yes. We've moved our hours to seven a.m. to seven. <laughs> oh man, seven p.m. to eight p.m. What is time? Uh, what is, on the show and tell? One and, hour long. And then, of course, you're watching Ask an Engineer here. That's eight thirty. Still eight. Um, eight o'clock. Yeah, I better stop talking. Uh, Numbers don't. We're going to go over John Park's show. Yeah. And show make some Make Code Minute. Yeah. Um, we have some time travel, some 3D printing, some Made in New York City, uh, new products. We're just going to talk about stuff that you can actually buy right now, uh, which is uh, not products. <laughs> we're going to answer your questions. We do that on Discord, adafruit.it slash Discord. Join all 16,000, 17,000 of us. More time to ask me questions, yeah. though. So, so get yeah. your questions ready because, you know. All that and more on Ask an Engineer. We're here. Okay. So, uh, let's start off the show. We don't have a code, discount code, so buy a gift certificate, and that'll help us uh, go. So when you, um, later on, can when we're shipping, we can 
Yeah, or go to DigiKey.com, get stuff there. That's right. So, uh, that supports us too. That's right. Lady Ada, who's on the show and tell? We had another massive show and tell. We got through everybody, which was impressive. What did they do? Wow, I feel like it was like 18 hours long. It was one hour. Okay, Brent um, came by and showed off uh, two projects. One, he's working on a Fona library, a cellular library for CircuitPython, which is really cool. So, people will be able to uh, use their CircuitPython boards with our Fona modules. Uh, he recently wrapped up the Ethernet support um, for the WizNet, so he just like dove right into doing another networking stack. Uh, good on him. And he's also doing a project uh, to monitor um, temperature, body temperature, uh, over Bluetooth and then save it to Adafruit IO. Um, we found a paper that said that if you measure armpit temperature for 12 seconds, um, it'll get to the same body temperature as if it was like your forehead, because it's kind of hard to like walk around with something like glued to your head. Um, although maybe that's the future. So instead he has like a, a wearable, that's an arm bracelet, and then the inner part um, takes his temperature. And he's logging that to Adafruit IO, uh, so he can track his temperature um, while he's sleeping, because he's making sure he doesn't get another fever. Um, but he doesn't have to worry about sharing that data with anybody else. Aaron uh, did a guide on a sewable face mask. Um, really handy, some uh, nurses are asking people to um, sew face masks and donate them. Check, of course, with your nearby hospital to, to see if that's, um, you know, you're in a, a zone that is looking for that. Uh, she posted up a guide on how to make your own sewn uh, double layer cotton face mask. You don't even need a sewing machine. So a great project if you're stuck at home, maybe you have a little like one of those little mini sewing kits, um, you know, to, to fix, um, you know, little rips and tears or buttons. Uh, you can use that, cut up an old t-shirt or a dishcloth, uh, and then you can make your own uh, washable face mask. She also did a small project on a game timer. Um, if you're playing two-player games and you want like a like a timer, so like each person only has 30 seconds to make their next move, uh, like a speed chess type timer. GP is uh, showed off his clue-based hand washing timer where he uses the proximity sensor. So you just wave your hand in front of it to start the timer. Nan Pedro um, did some iterations on uh, the Prusa 3D printed uh, face shield, uh, now with the top cover, and also played some sweet tunes on the MX Guitar will show off their video um, for that MX Guitar on uh, ne- later in the show in the 3D section. Scott is working on BLE MIDI, which is really cool. Um, it means that you can use our NRF52840 boards to make synthesizers, musical instruments, and other MIDI controlled devices, both um, as a client or as a host. So you can either control a MIDI device that is like, either you are the MIDI device or you're controlling a MIDI device um, both ways. So maybe in another week or two, we'll have a library and some code to try out. Phil B um, is making a glue library that lets you use um, any Adafruit GFX compatible um, TFT or OLED displays work with little VGL, which is a very nice uh, interface TFT library. Um, they did a great job of making something that fits on a Cortex or ESP32 size processor. Drew uh, demoed off um, the FPGA Orange Crab, uh, he got one, uh, it's a feather-shaped FPGA board, really powerful, um, and, uh, he, you know, it's, I think, a LightX chip, and um, you can use it with any of our feather wings. That's a great way to jump into FPGAs and then add accessories. Liz showed off the breadboardable, breadboard, like, prototype demo of the MX guitar, so how, you know, how do you design something before it's all fully 3D printed? Um, she showed that off. Helen made a neck vocoder music controller with like a beagle, mini beagle bone and a bella. It's like really cool, like witch music. I liked it. 
Um, Kevin from DigiKey uh, said 2,000 people at DigiKey are now working from home. They're also an essential supplier. They're essential to um, you know every industry in America, so they have to stay open to ship components um, to everybody from you know, military to medical to transportation uh, to food processing, so that's good that they're open. But he showed off his 3D printer and a desk tour and uh, some Circuit Playground Express projects. Emily uh, came back with her 3D printed iPhone holder, version number three. It's better, just holds the iPhone more. Good work, Emily. Dan uh, really misses his Pebble watch, or he, he has a Pebble watch, but he wanted to remake it. So he uh, paired an Esperino with a sharp memory display to make his own watch. And he also made one with a bubble display. Uh, Techniac wrote, a web, uh, wrote and published a web page for PPE sharing. So um, folks who want to 3D print or sew uh, personal protective equipment can be matched up with um, medical workers or other folks who are like, hey, I could really use that. So um, a good way to connect people. Liam uh, showed off uh, his ARPCB software. Um, so you can like see traces on a PCB just by putting it in front of your computer, super neat. Lily made a neon cat sign. And if that wasn't enough, it's Alexa controlled. So she uh, asks her Alexa to turn on the neon cat sign. And the cat was named Admiral Grace Hopper. So, pretty cool. Uh, Geek Mom uh, has some uh, neat, bright, wearable pendants, uh, LED pendants with laser cut pieces. If you make a gift to a U.S. food bank for $20 or more, she will gift you one of these. Uh, check out the um, video for info on how to, um, for the URL on how to get that free wearable with your donation uh, if you're in the U.S. Um, ooh, I didn't, oh, sorry. Make... Make It Hacken showed off a NASA Space Apps Challenge Hackathon Award, which was like a really sweet award with like ink and feather and like NeoPixels. It was like this gigantic globe. Uh, his first, or his fourth PCB, a great design. Dr. Footleg apparently is not. An He's a doctor for chemistry. Or He's a doctor, but it doesn't work on feet or legs. So, yeah. oh, okay, whatever. His son wanted a lightsaber. Uh, they uh, built upon the No and Pedro design, added more buttons, but it looks really cool. Uh, this is like the most intense uh, lightsaber build I've seen. Um, 3D printed plus NeoPixels, also running CircuitPython. Joey uh, made a uh, forehead temperature sensor, heads-up display uh, built into a cap. Uh, so another way to monitor your temperature, especially if you have a fever and you want to keep track of where it's going. Christopher um, has an 8051, wants to program it doesn't have a programmer, but he does have a Pi Zero. He made a Pi Zero 8051 programmer. So old tech meets new tech. TG Techie uh, designed a BLE watch and also a user interface for it. Uh, Chaos made a Arduino mega powered LED wall. Orlando showed off a breakout for the LMP 91000 analog front end for potentiostats. These are used for glucose and sweat monitoring. That's kind of cool, I've never, never heard of that. Roberto uh, made a birdhouse with some sensors, and Old Crow showed off a 10 kilowatt solar install on his house, recently got installed, and uh, he's making power for free using the sun. Okay. And we had a massive show and tell. Yeah, it's an I hour long, so down. there's a lot. Yeah, there, there is. So, um, all participants on the show and tell will get a sticker one day. Right now, we're only shipping uh, essential components. So you'll get one later. So if, you, if you're on the show, uh, we'll just remind us and we'll send you one on our policy. So. Okay, uh, this is part of our Adafruit live series of shows. JP will be doing his show tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern time. 
Uh, JP, here is a, uh, this was the garden bot preview. Yeah, it's a clue yeah. powered uh, plant monitor, okay. water. Every single week, JP has Make Code Minute, so take it away, JP. What I wanted to uh, talk about today in the Make Code Minute is using some uh, comparisons to tell when a, a couple of different sensors are in different states. So what you can tell here is I have essentially four different states and what I'm measuring are my light meter and my uh, temperature sensor. And what I decided to do is set, uh, this was actually a suggestion again for my daughter. She's been coming up with great ideas for me for projects. She said, how about a weather sensor? So essentially this will tell me if it's uh, dark or light and if it's cold or hot. And so then I can display different um, colors on the NeoPixel ring depending on those conditions. So what I have are these uh, four different conditional statements. So I'm checking, and each of these is a pair of conditions that are being checked. So I'm first setting, uh, the, the first condition is going to check if the light level is less than a certain value, which I'm calling the light target, and I've set that up here at a value of 90. And the temperature in Fahrenheit is less than my temperature target, which I set to 80 degrees. Then it's going to be yellow. And so the nice thing is here, right here in the simulator, if I uh, expand this so you can see it nice and big, you'll see that we have a little virtual uh, light sensor slider and temperature sensor slider. So uh, as you can see, when it gets over 80 degrees and it's dark, I get a blue lighting set. If it's light out, it's going to be red. If the temperature goes below 80, it's going to be yellow. And if it's dark and below 80, it goes to, I think it's orange, but it looks kind of yellowy on here too. Uh, so this is something that you can apply to a lot of different things, not just the sensors on the board, but different combinations of button presses. And uh, it could be more than just two. Uh, you can extend these. They'll get wider and wider and wider. But uh, if you look right inside of the logic section, we have all we need here, these if statements, which you can expand, uh, and these comparisons, which you can stack multiples of these inside of each other. So you can see uh, we can have comparisons going on. Uh, we can have these Booleans like and and or going on. So these can get really big and really wide, but. Uh, they're fantastic for building the logic to do things like compare a couple things and give you a state based on those comparisons. And so that is your Make Code Minute. Okay, and don't forget again, JP's workshop tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, this week, the Circuit Python, Python on Hardware News, will come out later. One of the team members from the Circuit Python team is going to be doing a newsletter this week, so you'll see that video coming up tomorrow. Um, help Wanted, 
jobs.adafruit.com. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of folks that uh, have skills and a lot of people that are uh, going to be hiring soon. Mm -hmm. So do check out jobs.adafruit.com. My suggestion, too, if you're in the engineering community or if you know medical professionals, a lot of people are going to say, hey, we need just a microcontroller to do this servo thing for this uh, ventilator thing. This or like temperature gonna, monitor. Yeah, we're gonna, a lot of temperature monitor. That's all we're going to hear for the next yeah. few months. So, you know, point them to the jobs uh, board because they're at some services. Adafruit is doing some engineering services and probably will end up doing a bunch, um, but we're not going to be able to do everything. Um, this is one of the only times we'll do services. So um, point people that way. All right, uh, let's do some time oh, travel. And don't forget when you post whether you can uh, do the job remotely, a lot of people... Uh, <laughs> all jobs are remote right now. That's true. Well, all, all, some jo all jobs are remote. Some are essential. Yeah, but but for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> right now, that's what a lot, a lot of things that have happened. Um, all right, time travel. Uh, let's look around in the world of makers, hackers, artists, and engineers. And uh, Yesterday. And, and, <laughs> well, so I was by myself. I was a receiving team on, I think it was times where I don't... Tuesday or Monday, right? Maybe Monday. No. Was it last week, Thursday? I don't remember. But I think it was Thursday or Friday. I, I shot a video. And it's uh, a two-minute-long video of uh, just me by myself, and like here's what Adafruit looks like with uh, no one around. So I'm gonna show that. So Are thing, you things have changed since that because now we have you know a couple of people, and uh, we're now considered uh, an essential business. So uh, d d take it away past me from I don't remember. Empty factory. Yeah. Okay, I'm done receiving the packages for today. Uh, Adafruit is completely empty. The governor just said you can only have 25% of your workforce. We were already down to 50 uh, proactively, and uh, they changed that to 25. So I am the less than 1%. Uh, I'm one out of like, you know, 130 or so total. So uh, here's shipping. And as you can see, it's completely closed down. Uh, we got out all the packages yesterday and then we did a special run today uh, when I say we had a helper bring that to the post office so this is uh, Adafruit closed down okay this is uh, Adafruit we are shut down uh, we have a lot of manufacturing capabilities we place millions of tiny parts on circuit boards I believe we have uh, one of the only stencilers and uh, probably the only two Samsung high-speed pick-and-place machines would allow you to put tiny parts on circuit boards. Uh, we'll be sending emails to our contacts that we know to help in any way that we can to manufacture any equipment that's needed during COVID. Um, you can see we have all the capabilities. Uh, we have all the testing procedures. We even have equipment that some people might need, we would need special permission to be considered an essential business. And uh, that's what I'm going to work on next is just outlining everything that we have, everything we can do. Uh, we are in Manhattan and so we're in the epicenter in a lot of ways. So that's what we're doing.
Okay, and um, in New York, they needed blood. So for teams that were working remote, um, some of them have a paid day off, even though there's all sorts of weird things with time and, and paid time off. Uh, we still added paid time off, and this is Teddy. He's wearing um, one of our uh, Art, of, Art of Electronic shirts. And uh, Teddy gave blood. So um, even if you're working remotely and you're working with your company, um, your town will need this. If you can give blood, please do. All right, open source hardware time. We are an open source hardware company, and we have 2,163 guides. Lady, That's right. What's on the big board this week? We published guides this week. Okay, so we have uh, the MX Guitar, that was last week. We have the guide on the Bonsai Buckaroo, so um, attach it to your clue or micro bit. Uh, to, plant, uh, to water your plants, you can either code the micro bit in make code. We have example code to, for you to get started. Or you can use the clue with CircuitPython. Um, it's a pretty simple board, but we still wanted to make sure people had all the instructions they needed. Uh, all you need is alligator clips and some nails. Uh, we also sell the pump and tubing. Um, connect it up, and you can make an automatic plant watering project, which is uh, coming up in the spring. People are going to be taking care of plants. Um, we also have a guide from Noah and Pedro and Dano on um, how to make DIY face shields. Um, we uh, made a couple mod. They made a couple modifications to the uh, Prusa design. And um, Dano showed how to use a two-liter bottle cut up in order to make the plastic piece because you may not be able to get plastic. A lot of it is sold out everywhere. But if you want to make um, a small face shield that you know goes down to about your chin, you use a two-liter bottle. You probably have one from drinking all that Mountain Dew. Cut it open and um, attach it to this face shield with a slightly longer bottom we modified, and uh, you can make your own. Um, uh, Aaron made a guide on how to sew your own two-layer cotton face mask. Um, this is used, uh, some nurses have been requesting them, so uh, contact your, or check if your hospital has a uh, contact form if they are requesting uh, hand-sewn cotton masks. But also, if you um, are someone who, you know, you cough and sneeze and you don't cover up like me, uh, you want to wear a mask when you go out to protect other people from your, your sneezing, uh, this is a fun project you can do with yeah. uh, just a needle and thread. You don't need a sewing machine. We're going to show a video of that after this, too. Yeah, we have a demo video as well. Erin also did a project uh, with a, to make a game timer. Uh, she's spending a lot of time indoors playing Scrabble with her partner, and I guess they play speed Scrabble. So you can't take more than, I guess, like 10 seconds to make your next move. Um, so using a Circuit Playground Express, she made a very simple timer um, and shows how she wrote the code for the timer. Uh, so you can alternate with the two buttons, the two players, and it counts down and uh, warns you when your time is up. And then, of course, we had um, the uh, matching guide for that uh, garden bot that you saw JP build, a 3D printed robot that holds a plant, a clue, and a bonsai buckaroo to uh, make your own self-watering plant bot, which is a really beautiful little plant holder. Okay, and then we got the videos. Yeah, so did you want to show the game time video too? Or do you want to wait for that one? Either one. Both guys went live today. Okay, so we're going to do these back-to-back. -back. First okay. is going to be the mass video and then the game time video. All right, take it away, Aaron.
Make your own game clock with Circuit Playground. Lights and sound count down the seconds for each player. For even more fun, hook up your own capacitive touch buttons with stuff you find around the house. You can also hook up a NeoPixel strip with alligator clips so the whole room can cheer for the winner. Drag and drop code blocks in Microsoft Make Code to customize your sounds and colors and start practicing your victory dance. If you like this video, tap the like button. Check out the full build tutorial on the Adafruit Learning System and remember... Okay, next up we're going to do some Main New York City factory footage. Um, it's a special Main factory yeah, footage. Yeah, um, I'm going to narrate some of them and then some of them are videos. Okay. So here we go. Main New York City factory footage. We did this this week. Yeah, so Angel um, is shipping our uh, critical essential orders to places in New York, to places around the USA. These are mostly uh, scientists, tons doctors. of components. Yeah, so yeah. these these are, um, we're keeping up. Um, we might have to have some more help, but right now I think Angel was the only one on uh, part of shipping, so I have a little video. This is Angel and she's running this whole place right now. How are you doing, Angel? Definitely are. You staying sane in here? Staying alone. <laughs> nice and safe. Good distance. Nice See you later. And then here's Michelle cutting some plastic. Let's get the sights and sounds here. We are reconfiguring and retooling our uh, workplace to cut huge amounts of the plastic and foam so we can make these face shields. And here's some of the sections. And then we're experimenting with the, uh, some of the things that we saw out there. Uh, this is one of those it's an aerosol box. Aerosol boxes. Yeah, some some doctors not. You know, this is still a very new invention. Um, it's a box that helps uh, if, a, if a doctor or a nurse uh, has to perform uh, some procedure on a person and they want to minimize the number of aerosols that could get into uh, the medical professional's face. Um, this aerosol box, it, you know, it has holes in it so you can put your hands through and it covers uh, the top of the person's head but gives them enough room to move around uh, and, you know, if you need to intubate or check somebody out or move them around, uh, this can yeah. be very helpful. So we prototyped uh, a design. We'll, we'll publish up the files. Um, we're still talking to different uh, groups and hospitals to see if it's useful. Um, not clear yet whether yeah. people need it. And here's a time lapse. Um, we had a we have two laser cutters running now, um, so we can do more high speed cutting of the plastic. Uh, gave us a good excuse to get our Glowforge plugged in. Yeah, we had this for like a couple of years. Uh, we got the filter just had now. It for a while. So now good uh, timing. Yeah, we were alternating the epilogue and the Glowforge. Yeah. If uh, you know Colin, here's Colin. And then here's one of them. And these are meant to be low cost and disposable face shields. Yeah, do you want me to model one? Uh, we will in a second. Okay. Uh, here's Dano. Here's Dano. Dano's leading this at Adafruit. So uh, thank you so much, Dano, for doing this and uh, just taking good care of our team and yourself. And you'll be helping out a lot of people. Uh, here's Lady Ada with, uh, we were doing stuff at the factory last night and uh real quick uh here if you hand that to me yes oh. yeah so the mannequin yeah that's a good idea 
So yeah, it's important to have like clearance. You want to have the top covered. Uh, but this is just a foam, disposable yeah. foam-based one. Very similar to the kind that normally you'd be able to buy, but you can't buy them right now. That's right. Okay. And that is Made in New York City. Factory footage. Factory footage. Okay. 3D printing time. Oh, we got we have uh, we have two more videos. Woohoo! Oh, cool. All right, this video week. I finally get to watch this. Yeah. All right, 3D printing. No and Pedro have their show every single Wednesday. At That's 11 right. AM, and Still haven't. We have the mini guitar, and then we're gonna go to the facial speed up. Okay. Back, back to, to back. back. Hey, what's up folks? In this video, we're taking a look at the MX MIDI guitar. This is a 3D printed MIDI controller that is inspired by the game controller from Guitar Hero. Using audio software with MIDI support, we're using it as a musical instrument. It has 12 Cherry MX switches. Strum mode for playing chords. You can play with modulation. There's also an accelerometer mode. You can adjust velocity. Rotary selector for changing octaves for playing different notes. It also has a whammy bar. The code for this project was written in Adafruit's CircuitPython. Shout out to Liz Clark for collaborating with me on this project. Link to her channel is in the description. It uses the USB MIDI library and lets you easily change the notes so you can make your own sets. Because it's CircuitPython, the code is editable on any computer with USB. There's a strip of NeoPixels inside the head of the guitar. With black LED acrylic, you can make some really cool lighting effects. The whammy bar works just like the pitch bending wheel on a MIDI controller. Toggle switches let you change modes for different playing styles. The two potentiometers lets you adjust velocity and modulation. The strumming mode really makes this unique and feels unlike any other MIDI controller. The 3D printed design is open source and available to download, modify, and remix. You can get the parts to build this project, links are in the description. We documented this project on Adafruit's learning system so folks can learn how to build their own. It features the build instructions, a wiring diagram, and the code is on GitHub. So if you're looking for a DIY MIDI project, definitely check this out. Thanks so much for watching and don't forget to subscribe for more projects from Adafruit. Another reminder of Wednesdays because a lot of people are getting into 3D printing right now because it's the news, so don't forget. They're fix up your 3D printer, you're yeah. stuck at home, anyways. All right, and now here is the face shield.
Okay, here we go. We have a new segment that we uh, we're now up to four. It's meta new because it's new new. Yeah, and uh, let's uh, kick it off now. You're not gonna be able to hear this, but we have a Ion NPI song. Oh so, wow! Yeah, so that's we're gonna awesome. Kick it off. Ready? Okay. I on NPI. Okay, we're not stopping. We're gonna we're gonna keep checking this out because so, every week there's new stuff. There's new stuff, um, and this is in partnership with DigiKey. New stuff every week. New products. Your NPI new. Product. Introduction. Introduction. Okay, I'm going to grab my notes because... I'm what is this thing? Okay. So this one is actually interesting because last couple weeks we've picked chips or components or sensors or something. And um, this week I actually wanted to feature some of the um, educational resources that you could also get with new products. New products aren't just about products. I know, you're like, but products in the name. Uh, it's also about um, resources uh, for engineers. Um, and this is actually something I would have found really handy when I was designing the wave bubble. So if you've ever done or want to do RF circuitry, um, you know, you have to change the way you lay out your circuits. You can't just, you know, plop parts on where you want and connect traces, you know, the thinnest trace you can get, send it out to Oshpark uh, and hope that you get the best performance. For a lot of these parts, especially as you're getting into, you know, 100 megahertz, gigahertz plus range, um, the type of PCB, the way you lay out, the components you use is really important. So um, this week's IMPI is going to look at a nifty collection of RF reference designs and eval boards that are published by NXP. So it's NXP slash Freescale. Um, they have a bunch of like really intense, powerful, amazing RF chips. Um, they're used in science, military, medical, uh, you know, all kinds of technology, cellular, uh, telecommunications. So um, you're trying to basically make chips that can like you know, beam data around really, really fast, and you want to get the best possible performance, um, especially since, you know, your link budget is limited, um, either by, you know, your power availability or your antenna or your legal limits or whatnot. So, um, the, you know, there's a bunch of eval boards that are available. So this one is the AFIC901. It's a two-stage uh, high-gain amplifier. You can see there's an input. SMA, output SMA, it's like on a beautiful ceramic PCB. Uh, these aren't uh, inexpensive, but, you know, if you really want an eval board, you don't want to spend the time getting this like ceramic piece together and like bolting it on. Um, these are really nice little plug and pay pieces. And then when you go to NXP's website, um, you can see they have, uh, you know, data sheets and um, DXFs of uh, all the layout information. And I like how they, they're, they're really clear about exactly where you want to put every part. You know, what's the component values? Um, how far it has to be away. It's not, I, you know, the one I downloaded, it wasn't like, um, like an Altium file, it was a DXF, but it still had enough information that you could duplicate it into your design. So you can use as a little building block, um, a proven RF design, so you don't have to worry about like, oh, what if I didn't do a perfect job? Because RF is, is so tricky to get right. Little things, um, you know, the a twist of an inductor, the thickness of a trace can make a huge difference. Okay. To see, so there's, these are some of the other eval boards um, available. They also like look really cool. These like beautiful designs. Um, I think I saw like you know there's this eval board for this two gain amplifier. Um, there's about 400 designs for download from NXP. Uh, some you know you have to register, but it's free. Some you have to request. 
um, maybe because of some export compliance or because of the, the technical requirements. Um, but I saw like 50 of them were downloadable and I just started picking through them and I was learning a lot about uh, different layouts. Now, if you want to get it, you can type in this code um, <laughs> into DigiKey site. Um, you can search for it in ways that play data set, but this is the DigiKey part number and they also have a section. This is the website. Yeah. So this is what I was interested in. I was like, oh, this is like kind of handy. It's just like, you know, all, all these little, little gain stages and amplifiers and, and maybe splitters, PLLs, all that stuff. Um, so check out NXP. They make a lot of good RF chips. And that is Ion MPI. Ion MPI. Okay. Okay. So um, we're doing a new product in a very different way. Because we're going to put up a video, but are you ready? Okay. I'll do this one. Okay. All right. So, new products. Uh, you can get gift certificates at Yay. any time uh, at Adafruit. And uh, that helps us while we are currently focused on being manufacturers for... Essential needs. Essential critical manufacturing. Um, if that's you, email COVID19 at Adafruit.com. Uh, if this is you, can order things, but you have to email us so we can release the order and we have to and take cool, a look at it. The cool thing about these gift certificates is they're totally digital. You don't have to, worry, touch, it, you don't have to touch anything. Yeah. You don't have to clean them off with Lysol. If you happen to use Adafruit.io and you've been, it's always going to be, there's always going to be a free version, but we have a plus version. Sign up. <laughs> it helps us. And then Adabox will be shipping eventually. Um, not as soon as uh, we'd like, of course. Yeah. It'll be a little bit delayed, but uh, there are a couple of slots. I thank everyone for not just canceling off the bat. So as soon as we're allowed to ship, we'll be able to ship. We have like 75% of the parts of the data box and then everything just ground to a halt. Yeah. But uh, believe me, we have every all the components. As soon as we can get back up in manufacturing, yeah. we're gonna kit these out. And you're gonna, this is gonna be the best data box ever. So um, let's uh, answer questions. Okay. We're going to go over to Discord. Look, it's 850. We're That's right. Adafruit.it slash Discord. Um, join 17,000 of us over there. And uh, Scott makes a good point. Gift certificates are valid for all future new products. So future yeah. you will see a new product and you can just So we'll it. do a few questions. Like I said, we do that over on Discord. And then uh, I think we're uh, we're up to go to the Adafruit factory to mask up and everything. We have a like Some deliveries. we have a special way that we like have a separate set of clothes. We're doing all this stuff just to have you know the the over the top bit of caution. Not because we're concerned about getting ill because that's that's less likely. But what if we what if we're a carrier and um, we get someone sick? That's the thing that we're all trying to avoid. Yeah. So we have our whole thing. So start asking your questions. Yeah. Uh, uh, gift certificate. Oh, what was that image? Is that was that was that toilet paper? It's in a twelve. Close. It's spelled similarly, but it's it's a like a wallpaper design. Yeah. Okay. Uh, first question. Thanks for all you're doing and having a show and tell. The NRF fifty two eight Blue Fruit has two megabytes of QPSI flash. Can the flash be l larger without changing the? 0.2 microfarad. I think that's 0.2. 0.2. Uf2. Or any other coach. Sorry, I'm just, I can't say right now. That's okay. I can, I can also read them from here. Yeah. Because I'm closer now. Yeah, um, sorry. I'm so, problem. Circuit Python, um, it's kind of designed for that 2 megabyte QSPY. But um, you, what you can do is you can make 
a uh, modification. You can fork CircuitPython and then build your own version that supports a larger uh, QSPI flash. You'll have to, of course, solder on a different one. Or uh, with our Feather, you just attach on a um, SD Feather wing and you can store a lot more files on the SD card. Okay, any recommendations uh, for good ways to learn FPGA programming and technology? Um, I think a lot of people doing like icebreaker stuff, they'll pick up one of the icebreaker boards. Okay, the next one is, uh, why don't you read okay. this one? Okay, I have a TSL 2591 high dynamic range digital light sensor I'm using for light monitoring. It's currently running on Raspberry Pi 3B. It takes reading every minute and helps CSV. Sometimes the script fills with an error message. Overflow reading light channels, the script is written in Python. Yeah, sometimes, you know, the readings, um, you, when, in Python, when you get data from a sensor and sometimes the sensor is like maxed out, it'll throw an exception. You just have to catch that exception. Um, you can look up tutorials in Python on how to catch exceptions. And then you might want to do something different when that happens. Like, you know, you don't want to take bad data. You, if it's overflowed, it means the data isn't valid or good. You probably just want to restart your loop. Okay. Uh, next, next up. Uh, Any update on using both screens on the Halloween with two screens? I forgot what it's called. And also the ability to get recordings from the CPX microphone. Um, you can't really get recordings from the CPX microphone in CircuitPython. Um, it, we don't have code for that. In Arduino, you might be able to do it, but then where would you store it? Uh, that's challenging. It's not the reading that's hard, it's the recording. It's very difficult to record audio in real time. And then uh, there's no updates on using both screens with the monster mask, if that's what you're asking. Okay. Uh, what is that frame behind you? That's a... Um poster Next. that has all the things from Next Computing that they ever made. And it's pretty rare. I've never seen one um, besides the one I have. Uh, let's see here. Just trying to hit some of those other questions. Uh, Phil, the way sends your messenger to my uh, of future. Um, I don't see any questions. Looking for any, question marks. Yeah, looking for questions. Uh, any plan... Oh, what What's the plastic sheeting that folks are using for the um, Pet G? So you want... Uh, I don't remember what PET stands for, it's like polyethylene triphate or something. PET G is, is the most common name for it. It has some brand names as well. Okay. Um, and then Scott's in the chat, so maybe Scott can talk about this. Any plans at threading the CircuitPython? People it already kind of has threading. You yeah. just don't know it. Yeah. Okay. Your, nitri your nitrogen generator produces oxygen and enriched waste gas, can that be useful in this crisis? At, at this time, there's nobody saying that they can't generate oxygen, um, oxygen generators. You've seen that plenty of oxygen. We, we're really good at that. We, we learned how to extract oxygen and nitrogen from the atmosphere like a while ago. Um, and even though there's a lot of us humans, um, you know, you know, I remember even MIT had a, had a, a big nitrogen generator. Um, it's, it's not a problem. It just runs for a long time and Splits up that gas. Okay. Um, next up, we have: Is there any way to simulate a trellis in MakeCode? No, it's a. Uh, they have the hardware. They have a game, but they like the hardware. Not yet, but that would be a cool thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can you have the UF2 bootloader and upload using Arduino at the same time, or does the UF2 bootloader replace the Arduino bootloader? I like the option of being able to use my board as a mass storage device, but don't want to switch completely to CircuitPython for this particular application. Do the space power consumption concerns? This is Arcata. Yes. You want to use Arcata? No, no, no. Great, no, sorry. The UF2 bootloader is compatible with Arduino. It has both BOSA mode and uh, CircuitPython, like drag and drop. Oh, mode. I'm thinking of when you want to have a file system in like Arduino. Yeah, that's different. I think Got he's it. talking about the bootloader. But yeah, you just check out the, we have a guide on UF2. 
uh, read that page, it'll tell you all about it. But yeah, you can use it with Arduino. We do all the time, all of our boards, you can switch between Arduino and CircuitPython. Okay, does uh, Adafruit have a coherent SDR board? Um, we carry a couple SDR boards. I don't know if they're coherent. Um, so uh, go to adafruit.com and search for SDR to see what we have and see if that, that does what you want. All right. I think there's a couple more people typing, but I believe that is going to be it for this evening. Let me all right, we got to all the questions. I think we did. Nice. I think we did. More questions, questions. Okay, thanks. We did. Great. Those are all the questions. All right, thanks, everybody. Okay, well, um, that's our show tonight. Um, we wanted to say thank you to the Adafruit community and customers that are buying gift certificates. Uh, that does help us, and don't forget, you can use those later when we are shipping regular things. Um, please uh, remember to email COVID19 at Adafruit.com if you happen to be one of the people that are actually working on COVID-related solutions. And you need something Prototypes, shipped. and you need something shipped. We are able to do that. Um, we'll be running a machine specifically for those type of products. Uh, special thanks to the uh, Adafruit team that's working remote. Uh, thanks to Zay, he's in the um, Slack channel right now. Uh, special thanks to all of the people who've sent some really nice well wishes to us as we've been doing this. And uh, tonight, I would like to just say uh, the biggest special thanks to all the healthcare workers um, that are out there. Um, Here in New York, they're, they have a big the, challenge. There's yeah. a lot of them. So all the doctors, nurses, everyone who works in healthcare, this is uh, this is this is it. So um, thank you. Um, if you have friends and family in that industry, um, you know, just tell them thank you. It's important. Um, okay, so we'll be back next week, pretty sure, uh, on Ask an Engineer. Thank you, everyone. See you soon. Bye, everybody. Here's your moment of Zener. <laughs>